Bigly. Barkley. Yeah. What's cracking? We are back. This is the casual fan. My name is Chezza. GMTM. You already know how we be. So, we've been in like a little break. I'm working on a lot of things. A lot of changes. So, as you can see, I'm drinking white wine today. So, changes are. Changes are on the horizon, people. I'm still drinking energy drinks. That's not changing. But I'm marking out today. Day one ish. Day one ish. Got my two, even though we ain't got no snow outside. It's nice. It's been nice this weekend. Yeah. St. Patrick's Day was nice. It was too busy. Like, I had that shit yesterday. Man, it was supposed to be at three. I got there at like 3.50. Traffic would come up. Like, St. Patrick's was crazy. Where was the parade? I don't even know. You know what's funny? Did the parade block off like where the um where the auditions were? No, it didn't block that off. It was in nowhere in that way, but just people everywhere, like everywhere. Saint Patty's Day was dope. You call it white carabana. I don't even like participate in it, but yesterday was cool. I went out to a brunch. Shout out to Chantel. Uh, went out to a brunch. And uh strength was killed it. This guy, we had a, we have a group message with the shot club. Shout out David Mo. So Mo was gonna go do something. He's like, yo, you guys should come out. Trace like, oh, I'm on my way home. He's like, I'm already drunk though. <laughs> I don't think I can make it back. Yeah, so <laughs> Mo was really trying to convince him and it just I can just read it. I can like it's not gonna because once he once he said he was doing something like I was already on the way, already halfway home. So, all right, just doing the Facebook post. Yeah, shout out to Facebook. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you know, my Facebook circle. Shout out to my Facebook circle. You guys are all loved. <laughs> yeah, I don't do Facebook things no more. He sleeps on Facebook. So anyway, today we have two things to talk about. Mm -hmm. Not sure if you guys watch. There's a show called Deezus and Marrow. If you guys don't watch after you hear this, you should go watch because this shit is well, funny as hell. Yes, and that is true. But before that, y'all watch The Breakfast Club. So yeah, you would have seen it first from The Breakfast Club, and then they get to the backstory of. Actually, okay, no, we'll, we'll get into that. And then, in, yeah, actually, this is going to be the first topic anyway. Okay. So, if you watch it, then you know how it broke down, but how did you first hear about the beef, like the issues with them? Okay, so Envy did uh, some daytime television show. Oh, uh, The Real. I think you have to go back even further than that, though. You got to go back to, like, what the issue was, right? Because... Um, yeah, Envy was about to get extorted pretty much from a woman he had an affair with because Envy's married, yeah. And before you know that could happen, he just went on air, said, This is what happened. Maybe said his apology to his wife, you know, all that. Well, from like what his wife said, she was saying that he she found out earlier. And he was apologizing, 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 and she was just wasn't listening to him. So then he just went to the radio and did it. Yeah. So he apologized to the wife. They make up. They're back together. So 
they started up like a whole bunch of like work together now. So they have their own podcast. Yeah. They they do a lot of stuff together now, but they made this appearance on the reel together where they talked about the the relationship. Mm. So these and Mero as a show, what they do is they watch all everything like up to date mainstream pop culture. Yeah. And they just crack jokes on it. That's all. Pretty Anything much. that's big and they just crack jokes on it. That's their whole thing. Yeah. So obviously because of the topic with envy's thing it was a big thing like people were into it yeah so then Diz and Meryl covered it and then there's just that one there's one part there was a comment that um it's 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 funny like okay so the way it worked out when they were talking about the relationship the wife was like dj envy's real name is rashad so she was saying rashad at home was a good husband was a good father was good this good this good this and then DJ Envy says, like, yeah, but I was like, I was two people. I was Rashad at home, but on the streets, I was DJ Envy. Yeah. And then his wife goes, yeah, I didn't know who DJ Envy was. Yeah. And then Deezus makes a joke, and he says, yeah. But you know what them DJ Envy checks look like. <laughs> exactly. Stating that she really didn't know who DJ Envy, like, you know. Yeah. Like, we understand what they were trying to say, but his joke was just, yeah. was taken, it was, a, was like a literal joke, like, you really do know. But yeah. Yeah. whatever so they had a show or appearance on the breakfast club and they've been on the breakfast club before many times many yeah. times like uh, first time i ever heard of Divas and Divas and Merrill was on a breakfast club interview so they do their like they're they knew like it's just the way it opened up yeah you can you can tell by the way MV does his his intros and how he introduces the guest. Yeah. He always says the same thing. We have Yo, a special, special guest. guest. The second always. he didn't say special, he said our guest. Yeah. And then he goes and calls them what he called them. I was just like, ah, here we go. Mm -hmm. So with that whole thing, Envy expressed himself <laughs> to them that he didn't first he like. Said, first, he said they gotta apologize. He, yeah, first he said he had, they had to apologize for what they said about his wife, which was that the DJ envy money because he feels it insinuated that she's just around for the money. So they're talking back and forth, and these men are like right away. They're like, "Oh, if that's wrong, I apologize. Know, I apologize. Sorry. My bad. Thought we were closer than that, but I didn't realize that was a line. So we apologize, and they apologize." DJ Envy was still on it because he got up and then he left the interview, middle of the interview. Yeah. Well, he didn't even he didn't stay. No. Like it was just kind of like they started talking about something else. They're like, they they like played it out. Yeah. Charlemagne's talking to them, kind of asking them something. They're talking and then they had the wide angle on the uh, camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The security. He said the security camera. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you just see Envy getting up and walking off. Even like when I watched it, it was on the Breakfast Club interview, and like Charlemagne asked these, was asking these and Meryl question, and he looks at them, and then you see his eyes go up like this, like he's watching yeah. somebody get up, and then he goes, the funny, and he goes, put the camera on, yeah, and, <laughs> and he goes, put the camera on NBC, and then it goes to NBC, and it's just empty. And, and then, what's even funnier was, um, I think it was Meryl was like, do you want me to go sit on the other side? <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, wow. Like these guys have no filter. They don't give a shit. So that whole thing happened, and to them, they're like, "We don't get why he got up. Like, why would he get up? We apologize. Yeah. We said, is everything good? He said, yeah, everything's good. Boom. So let's like, what the fuck? So 
But the reason I asked the question, when did you first hear about it? Because the first time I realized this whole thing was happening, I really didn't get it because I was watching these Mero episodes and throughout the episode, I forget what they're talking about there, but they're apologizing everything. Oh, Steve, yes. Um, yes. Steph Curry, Steph Curry's birthday party. So they were watching it and then they make fun of KD and they're like, oh, sorry, K K KD, we didn't mean it, whatever, whatever. Yeah. So they kept doing this over and over. And I was like, why did they keep? And they keep laughing. They're like, you'll understand. Yeah. Uh, you'll understand tomorrow when once you see everything. Yeah. So when I first saw that, I was like, what the hell are they talking about? And then when I saw the interview, and then I was like, yo, it's dead. So then, what is it? They go back. They go back onto. They uh, went on their. They went back to their show, and as they're doing their show, they do a recap of that because that's what was trending. Like Envy was trending like all day yeah. that day, apparently. And um, plus, so the, you know they're gonna they're gonna cover stuff like that. And plus, they had something to say about Envy walking out. Like they felt the way about Envy walking out. Yeah, because they apologized and they still did that. So in the end, they went in on them. They went would. <laughs> well, the um, the Breakfast Club after after they interviewed Jesus Romero, um, I don't know if you saw it. They did the clip where they're talking to fans, the callers, people calling in. Okay. And they said, um, "Do you think Envy was right for walking off, uh, or was he wrong?" Yeah. And um, a couple callers were like, "Yeah, man, you should have stayed. You know, you weren't professional. Yeah. You should have stayed." Other people were like, "You defended your wife. You you did exactly what we were supposed to do." So she sent him there to do. <laughs> but what do you think? Well, Envy's reaction or? The way Envy handled everything. Envy's or or even, like, or even was Jesus and Meryl. They apologize. Like, in the end, me being married, like, so I understand. Wait, like, are we breaking the fourth wall here? No, we, we already broke that over. Like, so Envy, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, so, like, <laughs> like, with that, I understand it. Like, if my wife comes and tells me she doesn't like something because he he exclusively made sure to say my wife didn't think yeah. that yeah right there was the the you answer know, she know. came to him and said yo the, these guys said this this and this yeah. and you're gonna be talking to them tomorrow you better get them apologized like yeah. you know that's happening like you yeah. know that's happening yeah. so he went in there upset and it's first thing in the morning at like six seven a.m. yeah come on you, you catch that that earload in the morning boss come on. Yo, you're gonna come in the morning and you're gonna look at those guys yes. like, yo, fuck you guys. You made me have a shitty ass morning. <laughs> I mean, that's that's tough. I mean, I think personally, okay, you can feel the way you feel, but you can't say, you can't say, um, don't talk about my wife that way when your wife is now a public figure. Yeah, yeah. That part. She's gonna have to accept certain, um, not just criticisms, but assumptions of their relationship, because you're bringing your relationship to the forefront. So you're gonna get those comments. You're gonna get the like, jokes. Like, it's gonna be what it is. Like, like people think that just because they go on social media and all these platforms, that everything they get is gonna be praise and everything they're gonna get is likes and positive comments. Right. You're gonna have to deal with the fact that people are gonna say certain things about your relationship. They're gonna assume certain things. So when when Jesus and Mero, like Jesus and Mero, kind of like us, where we're reacting to what's given us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we're just friends hanging out, drinking and and recording these reactions. People are going to like you can't tell me Jesus and Mero are the only people that thought, well, yeah, she's still there. 
he's making a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? Like the only ones. And in the end, if you are sure about your relationship, that shit is not even going to stress you. If that's something that bothers you, there's a reason why it bothers you. Like, yeah, maybe you saw it. Maybe she sees it too much on Twitter. Like, maybe she Probably. sees too much on Instagram. Probably. People maybe in her comments. And so it's just something that really bothers her that people say. So she can't take it out on them because it's random people you'd never know. Yeah. So you take it on the two people you know because you're like, yo, that's supposed, those are supposed to be your boys. And it's like it's like uh, Charlemagne says, defending envy. You can't be, you, you can't say or tell a person how to react exactly to something you you do or say. So, I mean, they got their apologies off. You know, I just think with him. See, the thing about envy was he should have known that after that, if you continue to make it a spectacle, you're just giving them more ammunition for their show, which yeah. is exactly what they did. It's like it's like what they did with uh, academics. Yeah, well, academics. I have no feeling like I hate that guy. <laughs> I, I like academics. I follow his channel, um, but at the <laughs> same time, be so annoying. <laughs> at the same time, it's like you have to understand when you do stuff like that. There's always going to be a Jesus and Meryl. Like we, everybody knows a Jesus and Meryl. They just, like, they, they just don't want to be dissed by somebody he knows. You know what I mean? But Jesus and Meryl is the biggest show. Like they have to cover that shit. It's kind of like how. They're saying they're asking if Joe Budden is disloyal uh, for um for saying the stuff he said about Eminem in his album, which he said he didn't even listen to. So he was really talking about one song. Have we covered that yet? Um, we're gonna have to do another the Eminem versus Joe Budden. We talked yeah. about that part, but it's more like After Effects now. Uh, we should have like an After Effects show, because I want to talk about Black Panther as well, like as the movie, like how'd you feel about the movie? But yeah, Tune speaking in. of. Later on, we'll be talking about that. Speaking but yeah, of. you want a segue? Yeah, I thought it was time. a perfect segue. The, unless true. it was more, unless it was well, more. Meryl just truly the only thing about these and Meryl was they apologized. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we as a professional, like truly, like it's like there's two people I know on it. You sit down and you're like, listen, it was my wife took it disrespectful, so I need you guys to apologize on the radio to my wife, like. You know what I mean? Like, well, I think I think we can actually segue, that's it. I think we can actually segue that to the Eminem and and Budden uh, issue because Envy and Jesus Romero, they're not really friends. No, but they kind of know each other, and that's like Eminem and and Joe Budden. And Joe Budden is just like Jesus Romero. He's on a platform where he's got to say what he feels. He's yeah. got to he's, he's got to react to the same thing everybody else is reacting. He's on the platform. And I think for him being upfront and honest mm. and somebody who can take the information and take the the everything that's going on with it and properly analyze it. Joe Budden did, and that's what Royce was saying. He didn't have to use the word garbage. Like, I got a problem with that. And stuff with that. Because even like, if there's something that not even like, if it's somebody I respect, I know they do music. I'm not gonna come to them and say their shit is garbage. It's just not. It's like if, like it that, that doesn't doesn't make sense. Like there's so many other words. And Joe, as a person who loves the English English language, you know, as somebody like him, you know he's choosing his words on purpose. Yeah. So that's why that's another reason it could be like, yo, why is he going so hard on me? Because you know, pause. But you know, Joe is like a word person. So yeah. 
Yeah. It's like he didn't have to go garbage. He could have broke it down. And plus, he didn't even hear the album. He's just talking about the one song. And the whole thing, he could just, just explain this part without saying garbage. I I get that, but I think at the same time, if you're Eminem and you're Royce the Five Nine, are you really that thin skin? Artist B. You know what I'm saying? Like like Eminem, <laughs> Eminem spent his entire career trashing any and everybody. And he, Eminem, Eminem has gotten on songs with people he knows and loves and says still says I'm gonna destroy everybody. Whatever, whatever. Like you should understand that like Joe Budden is on a platform where he has to be real. Like if if I'm watching Joe Budden and he's and they say, Well, what do you think of the Eminem track list? And he says, I think the Eminem track list is good. I'll wait till it comes out. Like I'm gonna that. look at it and I'm gonna say he's not being real. But if Joe Budden looks at it and says, I don't like it. I see Ed Sheeran on there. I see this and I see them on this. I don't like that. That's not the Eminem did, I want to hear. He did say that he did say it looked and bad. He said it even looked that, bad. Even that. It looks bad. But he said garbage. Like garbage is something that you use for local artists that are coming up that are just garbage. They really think that they're like is that just somebody that you're looking at, you're like, just stop rapping. Sorry, we've had conversations. We're breaking the fourth wall. We've had conversation about local for the past couple of weeks. So, but yeah. it's like it's like that. Somebody already in the position of Eminem, regardless of what he makes, is not garbage. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, there's gonna be verses you like in there. There's gonna be lines you like in the. You know what I mean. There's gonna be parts you like in there. So if there's gonna be something you like in it. It can't be garbage, yeah. but it's like that's just the word. I think that's the thing that keyed off. Like, could be. And think about it as a lyricist. Yeah. You make a track and you put it out, and one of your people say in public, "That shit is garbage." You're gonna look at him like, "I rip you to shit, though." Yeah. Not me. Not me. <laughs> Not me, because me, you know, I I love the random shit. I love <laughs> I I I love taking a situation and finding out how I can make it. Be honest about it. Mm. Be entertaining about it, and further myself and the person that I'm going with, sparring with. So if if but, I put out a track and you went on a platform and said. Yeah, I heard the new Trace shit. It was kind of garbage. Me personally, that's a part to be played right there. I'm gonna find a way to make <laughs> that interesting. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of how I feel, I'm gonna be like, yeah, let me find out how to flip this and make it really work in my favor. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. I think I, I honestly, I've been a fan of Eminem since '99. I honestly just don't think he's the guy he he puts this the the facade of. I think for he somebody who says he doesn't give a shit and all this that and 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 somebody who he signed on his label and you can't you can't praise somebody for being upfront honest and then when they say something you don't like be offended by it. I mean, you you kind of know what you're getting when you're dealing with Joe Budden. You do, but. The word garbage. That's the only thing to me. Like I feel no way. But if, if someone close to me came out their way and just said that shit is garbage, Jez. Like you tell me straight up, cool, we can have a conversation. If you're telling the world <laughs> before you tell me, before you tell me <laughs> you think the track is garbage, you tell the world. But I honestly why? But I think I think with that, 
I don't think they have a line of communication to where Joe Budden can do that. Yeah. It's like it's like it's like he said in um the afterthoughts uh, on his podcast. He's like, I'm not, right, then. he goes, he goes, I'm not getting invited to Thanksgiving dinner. So he's like, you know, it's like I'm not. We don't we don't have that relationship. We're not friends. It's not about friends. It's still there's respect. Like there is. Yeah, I get that. There's respect. Like, and Joe Button showed none. Like, it's not loyalty. When people say loyalty, it has nothing to do with loyalty. He doesn't have to be loyal to Eminem because Eminem is a boss. Like he's his boss. There's no loyalty in that. And the funny thing about that is he signed to M and doesn't have a clear line of communication. Yet he can text. But he doesn't have to. But no, no, I'm saying he doesn't have a clear line of of communication to Eminem. And Eminem signed him. But he can text Drake and get a hold of Drake quicker than he can the guy who signed him. Yeah. And he, he let off rounds. But at the same time. He is not signed to Eminem. Slaughterhouse is signed to Eminem. His name still on the contract? His name is on the contract, but <laughs> we've had these conversations. Is there a need for four? The fourth or is there an only need for one point of contact? Could be. And we know. It could be. It could be Royce. <laughs> Royce is that point Royce. of contact. The Royce says go. And they say, cool, let's go. So he doesn't need a direct link to M. You have Royce. Yeah. And and probably like that's the easier for me. Like you just come and tell me in peace. Like I don't want to get in arguments with Joe. I don't want to get in arguments with Joel or Crooked. You guys tell me what you guys want. I tell you yes or no. Or you tell me what everybody needs. I tell you yes or no, and that's it. Like I would think that'd be an easier way of doing it. It, it is. How tall are you? About five nine. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So like it's not a loyalty thing with that. To me, it's not a loyalty. It's just respect. You could have found a better way without having to sugarcoat it. Yeah. There's no need to sugarcoat, but you don't have to go out your way to say it's garbage. Because when you say something's garbage, usually that's you trying to poke at somebody or start something. Pause. Like, and and he did he did say that he um he had a, a different standard. So again, we have to look at it from his standard. His his idea of Eminem's garbage is still superior to I think that's fair in context, but you know, not everybody's gonna look at it within that, you know, right. within that frame. But yeah. What's going on here? Just making sure to see if there's anyone in the chats. The chats. The shot. The shot. That's uh the top shot. That's cat. Top cat French. We taught you guys something. Can't say nothing. Educational. Oh, the educational. Nah, nah, nah. Talking about education. Did you see the Infinity War trailer? <laughs> I learned it was dope. Yo, I watched it off rip. I watched it five times, just back to back. Oh, sorry. Before, if you guys don't know, if you guys aren't a Marvel fan, which doesn't make sense, if you guys aren't watching. Phase one, two, and three. I don't know what's wrong with you. But we're coming to the conclusion. We're not all the way there yet. We're coming to the conclusion. They just released the next trailer for Infinity War, which actually comes out next month, April 27th. Yeah, they, they moved up the date. So, so yeah, April 27th. The free free uh, orders are out now. I'm getting mine because I'm not missing that. I want to be there the first day. It's like you kind of have to because everybody else is going to fucking spoil it for you, man. It's so annoying. 
I haven't had that yet. No? No. Nah. Not with the MCU joints. The Black Panther, they were going OD on it. And I was like, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> I knew every line before I even watched it. Like, when I was watching it, I was like, I think I might have given away some spoilers. I was like, no, I don't want you to go. Throw me over the hood with my ancestors who didn't want to be hit by bondage. That's, that's cold. That's cold. <laughs> I'm watching it like I knew the lines. That's Giving cool. away lines is cold. Like, that's, that's, man. We're not even going to talk about that line. I think that line's a little dumb, but anyway. We can talk about it. No, okay, sorry. Infinity War trailer. So, the new Infinity War trailer. Yeah, man. I feel like we should just watch it right now. Even if you guys don't get to see it. You'll see um, our reactions. You can pause it, go watch it, or actually open up a second browser, and then that works, and then you can watch it with us. We're going to pretend we haven't seen it. How about that? I've seen it a few times. I've seen it like 20. There is a few more trailer. I didn't have to search. It was already in line. Last time we broke it down piece by piece, right? Yeah. You guys can hear it. Universe. Me too. If he gets all the infinity stones, he can do it with the snap of his fingers. Sorry. Just, I'll pause that. Just like that. So you know what they're talking about? That's the comic book. And so if you watch Infinity Infinity, if you read the Infinity Gauntlet comic book, <clears> you'll see they use that same premise that he's gonna take away half the um, population of the galaxy or whatever. And that's why he's looking for the Infinity Gauntlet. But in the comic book, the reason is different than in the movie. In the movie, it has to do with some of his planet, I believe. And yeah. the, he couldn't save his planet. Comic book, he's trying to he's trying to get with Miss, Mr. Steph. And he was like, I'll give you a present. Half the population of the world. And he killed them all in a snap of the finger. Well, I think, um, I think with that, I don't think they're going to do that. I, I think they had already what they were doing with Thor and Ragnarok and Hela, because Hela is like, oh, like part of her character that, yeah. comes from death itself. Yeah, so I don't think they were going to no, lose no. her again. So it just made sense to kind of change and the. It's not even that. They'd have to explain why is there two different deaths. Yeah. Why is Hela death and why is there this one? Like, yeah. And yeah, there's a whole explanation thing that they don't need to. But they're actually making them into like almost like a sympathetic villain. Because mm-hmm. he's doing it, the whole backstory, well, what's it called? It's not spoiling anything because the director already said this in the interview. But um, his whole backstory is he wanted to save his planet, but he couldn't. So mm-hmm. instead of something like, you know, like the Superman story where he wants to save everybody. Yeah. Thanos, on the other hand, turns and he looks at it and he's like, yo, we're worthless out here. Like let me save the planet from itself or save the galaxy from itself by getting rid of the people that would end this in the thing yeah so that's what his whole goal is now so that's put why he wanted to search for infinity the the government but in the comics he did it himself oh he did himself snap a finger just no no he killed just his, trying to fuck his planet yeah his planet yeah 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 yeah, yeah. he killed, he killed his planet and everything himself but thank you roman reigns tell me his name again Anybody but you, Thanos. <laughs> Spider-Man riding on the side of the bus. 
came across the water. Yeah, I like the little details. I like the details how they shook the, the camera right there. Yeah. Oh, when the blast? As soon as you blast off. So, you know when you saw me blast off? I was like watching this video and they're like, I think the reason why he blasts off like that is because remember in the first trailer, Spider-Man was stuck on it and he was flying up. He's going up to save Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, oh, okay. But right now they're explaining. Um, so that's what they're saying. They brought everybody to Wakanda. That's the shit that I like the most about the trailer. Her? Suri. Suri. Um, I think it's good, except it sucks. So let yeah. me do the plan, and that way it might be really good. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that meetup is going to be dope. Because yeah, yeah. they've never met up yet, right? Yeah. So, and in the thing I watched too, if you look at the background, it looks like they're actually back on Titan. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. This whole thing. But I was saying, I like I like the fact that they got Suri. I like the fact that they've got all these characters kind of helping out each other. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like Suri's working on uh, Vision, trying to get the mind gem out. You know. Picture that shit. Iron Man, Suri, Banner. Yeah. You see those three brains right there. Strange. Just working on shit. Strange. Well, Strange was just a doctor, doctor, not that type of doctor. Or that he wasn't like, yeah, yeah, he was a doctor. Yeah. But those minds alone, like, yeah. just Shuri. Oh, Peter. Yeah, yeah. And the four of them just go to fucking war in technology, like. Yeah. And they're saying um, the suit that um, suit that Tony Stark is using now is the bleeding uh, bleeding like, armor bleeding armor where yeah. it bleeds. It's all nano, so it's like it just goes on him now. He doesn't. It's wicked. Yeah. It shit, all the little things. Like we're only halfway through that. <laughs> and and and, uh, and what's his name? He's got the vibranium arm. Yes, yes. Uh, Bucky has the vibranium, the vibranium arm. arm. And then Cap's Cap, got the shield. The two shields actually. Yeah. Like pop out on both sides. Cap is beasting in this freaking trailer. Yeah. Oh, I see you, Cap. I think he's gonna be one of the first to go though. See, the Smash the test I like that too. Okay. This whole thing should be crazy. You see how they took down the freaking Hulkbuster? Yeah. That is, look at, look at this man. Hold on to the gauntlet. They remind us. They show us all this drama, all this drama, and, give us some and excitement. And then, I'm Peter, by the way. Doctor Strange. Oh, using your made-up names. Then I am Spider-Man. All right. <laughs> Watch him. He's beasting too. Look at him. Yeah. Through. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. That's one of those movies you might have to watch in 3D. Because I watch all the MCU joints yeah? in 3D. Yeah. Sometimes I do. The, the only the only one I didn't watch was uh, Homecoming. No, okay, okay. I didn't watch that. This movie. one, just that alone, three yeah. D, crazy. But like Doctor Strange, like you kind of had to watch that in three D. Yeah, exactly. Like Doctor Strange was so such a like a mind fuck. You had yeah. to watch. To me, also like the Thor's, just because. Well, not really Thor's actually. Guardians. Guardians. Yeah, that's yeah. That's what I was thinking. Guardians because they're out of space, so you'll get all those different graphics and shit. Yeah. 
but something you don't need to like Captain America, the Iron Man's. Iron Man's like to see him like blast off and shit. Yeah. Cool. But as a whole, the background won't be moving as much as in like Guardians or Infinity Wars. Infinity Wars gonna be fucking disgusting. Yeah, man. Like I can't wait. Like I honestly think I think I think uh, Iron Man's gone. Whole thing is he gonna die this one? It's like they have him looking like beat up in a in a lot. Both, his, tri- his, both his, trailers. His shoe was shoe was shredded. Yeah, at shredded. the end of that one. Um, man. But yeah, no, he was beat up because the other one and he was holding on to something. Remember in the other one? Yeah. So he's always they always been positioning him in these. But that might have been the vision though. Remember when um what's your name gave him in the, uh Scarlet Witch gave him the vision. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that yeah. might be him in that. That might not be an actual event, but it could see it could, it be, could be his vision. It could be a foreshadowing. Like, he's looking at himself, maybe in his arms, this is himself, and he's looking like, "Is this what is about to happen?" Yeah. But yeah, that crazy. No, so a lot much. of crazy shit like Thor as well. Um, you see Thor raise his hand, but remember that the hammer is gone, but he does have the lightning within him. Yeah, and but, they, he's got the new. They're forging. He's forging a new, a new one. Yeah. The Stormbreaker. Yeah. Stormbreakers from the actual the Ultimate Universe. Which was like a different one where when Thor came out, people were like, this guy's fucking crazy. Yeah. Actually, Loki had everybody thinking that he was just a crazy man that got off the mental institute because he was so strong. Yeah. And the chest plate that he wears and the belt that he wears is actually where he gets his power from. I wonder if they're ever going to do anything. Because, like, me, like, you're into the comics. So you've read the comics, but I've only seen, because I go on YouTube now and I watch some of the uh, explanations. Get the Easter eggs, all that shit. Right, right. Uh, from guys who have studied the comics or whatever. But there's, there's, there's a series where Loki turns him into a frog. I wonder they if they're ever it. gonna play on that at some point. They mentioned it. I know they mentioned it, but I wonder if they're gonna play on it at some point. Like, like actually show it happen. Like, I don't know. Like, they, they might have to, you know. But they said it like in um when he was Odin. In um the third in one. In the third one, yeah. And he was like, yo, sorry for turning you into a frog. Yeah. That's all that was their Easter egg of it, right? They're not gonna like actually have him turn into a frog out there or something. It could be they, they, they do like those little they, one like fast like skit ones. Something like that. Like I wonder if they're funny. gonna you know, because they, they did it extensively in the comics at some point. So like <laughs> Throg. <laughs> Throg. <laughs> but yeah, I like I liked um um, actually, one of the guys that I watched the um, explaining uh, explanation videos on uh, a lot of what's going on, uh, he said the Hulkbuster banner might not even be in it. He said, and this was an idea. He didn't he didn't say this is what he heard or whatever. He yeah. said it might be Siri controlling the Hulkbuster else, yeah, yeah. the same way she controlled the car. Yeah, and yeah. Um, that's possible. And, and then Stark and his. Well, they haven't showed Stark in that battle, so we don't actually know if he's in the Iron Man suit or not. Yeah, we don't know if he, we don't know if he goes to Wakanda. Yeah, because him and him, Strange and him, Strange. Didn't he go to Wakanda? Isn't he part of that? Nah, that welcoming party. I don't think though. I think that was just Cap. Um, I think that was just like Cap's team. No, with Vision. No, with the Vision, like. Nah, because I think him, Spider-Man, for the most part, him, Spider-Man, and him, Spider-Man, Strange, and the Guardians 
Okay. Running blast off. Um, okay, so now when they go into Wakanda, the plane drops. See, that's what I'm looking okay. at. What was that banner? In the in the blue shirt. Okay. Bitch. <laughs> so yeah, cap, the banner back banner, here. War machine. Yeah. Um, Black Widow, Hawkeye, Vision in the back. So Wanda's right there too. And then yeah, I don't think Stark. Okay, that's good. No, there's no Stark. Okay. That could actually be War Machine in the freaking Hulkbuster. It could be. Then War Machine, his legs are broken. Yeah, but he gets he gets um. No, they worked on him before, right? Yeah, the mechanical. His legs are mechanical. He might get an upgrade from Siri. Yeah, they should be because she's healing Siri's motherfuckers gonna a, all over. Siri's gonna play a big role going forward, you know. That's good because in the comic books, she's Black Panther. Well, Black Panther T'Challa is still Black Panther, but he's not king. She is now king of Wakanda and Black Panther. She is not Jasmine. She is Aladdin. Yeah. Not even Aladdin. What's her dad's name? She's the czar. She'll need Aladdin to have that position, but she's up there. I just felt like good to go. (laughs) It's probably not going to happen often. Please no. But... Yeah, this shit, I can't wait for this shit to come out. What other storylines did you see out of that? Like the um, Guardians of the Galaxy, they're all kind of split up. Quill is with Iron Man, Spider-Man, Drax. Gamora must... Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Thor, Rocket, and Groot yeah. are together when he's forging the, the uh, Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. And then... Um, That's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting seeing the first scene where everybody kind of splits because Banner goes to the Sanctum and then... Um, well, Banner falls into the Sanctum. Same thing. <laughs> he, just, he still goes he to just, the Sanctum. Woo, it's just not, just not on his own. Uh, <laughs> so he's there and then well, obviously Strange and then Iron Man, I guess, gets the call to go there because he ends up there too. Yeah. And then that's when they go outside and see all the fuckery going on. And then Spider-Man is on the bus at that time. He missed. He didn't, <laughs> he didn't miss the bus. <laughs> he got off the bus. <laughs> um, but I, 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 I gotta give props to whoever had to do that screenplay, man. For like this? imagine, because there's like 64 of them. Yeah. Right. 64 superheroes in total in this movie. Like imagine having to divide that screen time. Imagine being tasked with making sure everybody gets the right look. Yeah, the right time, a conversation in there or something. The story, like you get to, because you still have to play out certain people's story going forward. Exactly. Now, do you have enough time? Because the running time, from what I heard, is two minutes. Oh, two minutes. (laughs) That's pretty. (laughs) It's not even the trailer. Um, It's two hours and thirty-seven minutes or something like that. It's like a couple minutes more than um, Civil War, which was at the time the longest running. I think about that. That was that was pretty long. Yeah. Pause again. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I look forward to it, man. I wouldn't mind. Honestly, if it was like three hours, I wouldn't even mind. I wouldn't. There's a lot they have to cover within that. Cause, yeah. And they're not even going to cover everything. There's a part two after. Because Civil War. Civil War didn't feel like a long movie to me. No. Because you're so invested in it and you're so. And Civil you're War waiting. Missing to, so much. Yeah. So much. 
So, but yeah. So, oh, and they um, they were also um the, the same. I, I should shout them out. I can't remember. I think it's, I think it's emergency something. I can't remember. I go. I, oh, I, emergency I, awesome. Yeah, emergency awesome. They're the ones that I watch all the the explanation no, videos no. and whatever. But he was talking about um, Hawkeye being missing and how Hawkeye's confirmed for, I think it's the second one. Okay. Or he's confirmed in, he's confirmed in the second one, but he might be in this one as well. Okay, okay, okay. Um, but I was thinking about, I was like, okay, we already know he's retired, right? He's, yeah, he's yeah, living yeah, the home yeah. life. And like, so even if, they said he's not going to be a part of it. I would get it because they already covered that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick Fury, on the other hand, knew why he's not in it. I think he's going to show up, but in what capacity? There's because what's it called? There's and still Ant-Man not really been... a shield right now. Yeah, yeah. There's not a shield, and he's not the main person of Shield anyway. So. That's probably why he's disappeared right now. But he's always underground planning. Like, if you read comic books, Nick Fury has about, like, 50 different secret locations he can hide in. And he's always planning. He's always strategizing, like, all the time. Yeah. He'll pop up, do what he got to do, and leave for, like, years. They can come back at the right time. Yeah. Always planning that guy. So... Keep your eye out for Nick Fury because he'll be in this. I really, I really hope I see Nick Fury play a, a good role in this movie because I know he's gonna pop up. But I just think the fact that he wasn't in Black Panther kind of had me a little, you know, what I'm saying because like the, the 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 he put out I think it was a tweet or something and he was just like the only black member of the of the Avengers and they're not sending me to the Wakanda. But they don't know about Wakanda. Well, Avengers isn't. Well, I would think, they know I would think Nick Fury would know about Wakanda. Yeah, he should know. If Claw knew about it. Yeah, Nick Fury, yeah, Nick Fury knows everything. So can't take that away. But yeah, I hope to, I hope to see him in the flood. But Nick Fury wouldn't have fit in that story, though. Like, Everett Ross is actually a part of the Black Panther story. Mm. He's a CIA agent who's been, he is the one, like, trying to reveal Wakanda to the world type thing or whatever. So he was always about it. If you watch the BET version of the Black Panther they did, like the cartoon that they did time a little while back. Okay. She's really put it up, but Everett Ross is the main guy talking like. And so. not to sidetrack, but I, I have to say I haven't I'm not really on social media often and I haven't hit up uh A Harmony because um, she's usually somebody I would comment this to out of the blue, but BET is kind of on the low been making a resurgence. The building. Like I don't I don't really give them their props recently, but like after the new edition movie and then this new Suge Knight joint and the Man Cave. And they have their little shows. They're popping right now. They're kind of up right now. Kind of got to give them the props. They're moving like the Shock Club. Like, you to make content. Like the Shock Club. We're going to be back. Big things have gone. April, May. Actually, yeah, we're still building. And also, yeah, anyway. So, let us know what you guys think about the whole Deez and Meryl. If you don't know about that, go check them out. Go watch it. Watch. The, the actually Vice page, Deez and Meryl. 
Watch. I like Vice these days. Vice is dope. Like yeah, you Vice get good content down in Vice. Like they know what they're doing over there. Vice is doing some tough shit. But yeah, go check out this is Maron Vice. It's fucking great show. Yeah. You'll laugh your ass off. You and laugh. they're hilarious. After you watch it, let us know what you think. Give us your take. Is DJ Envy right? Is DJ Envy wrong? Is this Mero right? Is this Mero wrong? Is Charlemagne response? wrong? Is Charlemagne the one wrong <laughs> in the whole thing? Yo, yo. And the funny thing about that thing with um, uh, when they had the callers call in, there was a couple of people that were just like, it's, Char- it's Charlemagne's fault. Envy yeah, yeah. blaming. If been, you look at, if you listen to Envy's explanation afterwards, yeah, like, oh, you blame Charlemagne. Yeah. Charlemagne's always the blame. That's just how it goes. But yeah, let us know what you think down on the bottom. Go check out the Infinity War trailer. If you've already watched it, talk below. If you haven't watched it, talk below. And of course, if you haven't hit that subscribe button, yeah. hit the subscribe. Make sure. Anyway, first, like it. And then make sure you comment. And then you subscribe. And make sure to share this to your friends who love the same shit that we do. And hit that notification bell. Oh, yes, yes. So you know, this is not just random. We're here. Well, I am King Random, so sometimes then, you know. But yeah, we're here. Yeah, check us out. Oh, and follow us, Shot Club Podcast, as always. IG. We'll be back with new shit that is coming. You already know. We stay working. Yep. Peace out.